welcome to another episode of the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. What is up, Mad Mob? Here we are. Week 13 in the books. A good one. Boys, a one week left in the fantasy regular season. How are we doing? Man, Bex, how you doing, man? This is when everybody starts crunching the numbers when you're uh, six and seven. <laughs> See what you got to do to sneak in. Absolutely. I'm on the cusp in, uh, I want to say, two leagues. One of them with you, Wayne. We're both on the cusp. The cuspiest of cuffs, cusps. Dirty dozen? And- yeah, dude. The cuspiest it's, of cusps. Oh, dude. We we both need a win. We play each other this week just to paint the picture for you, Mad Mob. And luckily, eight teams get in. Uh, it's our first year. It's with my brother-in-law. We don't know, like, almost anyone in this league. I asked Wayne to join. And we're on the, we're both on the cusp. So, in the brother-in-law both... league? What's that? In the brother-in-law league, you're all on the cusp? On the cusp, bro. I feel like you you have to help half the league set their lineups. Uh, bro, no. The weird thing is no one makes waiver claims in this. No one, like, they don't really make roster moves like crazy and this and that. This has I've been had weird. terrible injury luck throughout the season. Uh, that's the league I traded for Brees Hall and Jamar Chase. Like, you can do the right things and just have bad luck happen. Like, it can happen to anyone, honestly. I feel great going into next year. I, I drafted I drafted poorly in this one. Yeah. Um, luckily, which is a rarity. Yeah, yeah. I I got done and I looked at this team, and I didn't like it at all. I had a lot of um long term players that I picked up, and I should have got you know I should have sprinkled in more win now players. Um, the only reason I think I'm in second in our division, which if you divisions are so stupid in fantasy, I hate it. But I I'm second in our division, and it's just been on the back of. Josh Allen, yeah, for yeah. the most part. Hey, I got a really interesting question. I'm going to ask you all before we get into the into the week. In a dynasty long term, would you rather have DK Metcalf or Amon Ross St. Brown? And how and how close or far is it? I'd rather have DK. I think. And it's difficult, like it's not easy by any means, but my line of thinking is this. They're both going to come into situations where they're going to have a new quarterback in the next couple of years. Geno might get another year, you don't know. Jared Goff might get another year, but they probably – I've seen Will Levis to Detroit, talked about frequently. So, I mean, they're both going to have to learn. The thing that gives DK the edge for me – is he's just a physical specimen. He's an absolute freak. But Tyler Lockett's also 30 years old, whereas Jamison Williams is just fresh, like 22, 23 years old. Uh, does that really hurt Amon Ra? No, not necessarily. It's just you have a freak like DK probably going to be by himself with no number two in sight after Lockett's done. Um, so that's that's just why I'm taking him. But I, I can't blame you going otherwise if you if either of you chooses Amon Ra. I'm I'm going the other other side because, and I look I look at it a little bit different. I mean both both views of logic are are sound. Um, I I like Amon Ra. I like a solid number two because if you look, you know, if you have a great quarterback that can slot these passes in into double coverage, then yeah, give me the better receiver. Um, but but with you know in quarterback limbo. Do you you can obviously and no good number two you know with uh, assuming Tyler Lockett is phased out the safety help is going to be always on DK and with a bad quarterback that just doesn't bode well with you know double coverage on the best player because you have Duda as the number two receiver I think a I think a solid second receiver um, helps when the quarterback play is not so good. Um, I think the I think them trading uh, T.J. Hawkinson, you know, pretty much said we're we're good with our offensive weapons. You know, we don't let's get an asset for this uh, for this good tight end because we're we're utilizing the receivers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel that. 
for <clears throat> it's DK for me, but it's for one reason: is we've seen him be elite with two different quarterbacks. You know, and it's, we're finding out Russell may not have been as elite was as as elite as we thought. You know, so I think as long as we, as long as he's with Pete Carroll, there's consistency there. That's just my opinion. That's fair. Sorry, let me give that? a uh, let me give a quick update in the CTFL before we dive into too much. Uh, Goni. I came in last this week. Um, Davis Mills getting benched is killing me. Darnell Mooney out again, killing me. ETN, dud week. Michael Carter out. James Robinson, dud. Um, the only thing that kept this week from being an absolute bust for me was Amon Ra. Getting me 35. Uh, so I got 65.4, putting my total to 988.06. Goni came in second with 68.06, beat me by three. Uh, still taking zeros from Brees, DJ Moore, Kenny Galladay this week. Uh, DJ Moore obviously on a bye. Um, but still, solid week out of Justin Fields, solid week out of D. Swift, combining for 42. Uh, pretty good weeks from Colcomet, Damian Pierce, uh, bringing his total to 901.14. Uh, a pretty good week this week, um, 94.3 um, for his total. Uh, breakout week, CMC doing CMC things. Um, 16, both out of Christian Kirk. Uh, and David Montgomery, and then uh, low twenties out of Jared Goff, bringing his total to one thousand forty-one point four four. So week thirteen, he is up on me by forty, fifty, fifty-three. He's up on me by fifty-three, and I'm up on Goni by eighty-seven. It's a whole lot. It's a whole lot. I don't think I've had a week where I've scored more than seventy. To be honest with you, I always seem to be at fifty, sixty on a weekly basis. You had a week uh, where you dropped one hundred eight. That must have been the only week where Fields, like almost the, everyone, yeah, Fields it, dropped. It was it was when Justin Fields and Cole Komet combined for sixty-three 60. points. Well, fair enough, fair enough. Yo, and that's more points than I than I thought you had, man. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, that yeah, a good rally. It's, he had I'll take it, get it. He had three good weeks back to back to back: ninety-one, ninety-four, and one hundred and eight. Justin man. Fields, Justin Fields, Justin Fields. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um. Yeah, now the bad team. I got Bears, Panthers, Panthers on a bye. Bears took an L. Uh, I'm in last place at seven and eighteen. I gotta win this week because my teams played each other. <laughs> Goni, Jags, Lions played each other. Jags took the L. Lions got the dub, putting Goni at nine and fifteen. Giants and Jets. Jets took an L, and the Giants, Titans worse than kissing your sister. So mm. now I gotta sit here and say this: Begley's record is fourteen. A nine and a one. Wouldn't it be something if that if that one ties what separates I, us at the end of this? I'm looking. I'm looking. Let me just let me let me give you all the records from week nine, excluding me because my team suck. I'm I'm way last since week nine. Goni is six and three since week nine. Rally, Begley rally, is three, four, and one. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I need to win out the rest of the season, is what I'm hearing here. But you might because you're down five. You're down five dubs. That's it. And and the Lions are trying to make the playoffs, right? So I mean, they're trying to win. Jags. I mean, I guess they can too. It's only Tennessee ahead of them. Only. I mean, the Colts are dog water. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. (laughs) See what happens. I need a couple of these dub dub weeks. Uh, yes, DFS. DFS, uh, karma continues to strike Goni right in his rear end, and he deserves every last bit of it. Um, he took the L this week, the overall L for a nice minus one to his total, and he deserves every last bit of it. He dropped 100.76. Uh, I was in second. I'm going to stand firm. Uh, at 110.9, and Begley took the dub uh, with 125. And I'm looking at Begley's team. It was just solid all around. Uh, he didn't uh, – aside. It, funny enough, we all took the Bears' defense, so we all took the minus one. Um, yeah, good. just Mike White got him 20, A.J. Brown 27, Garrett Wilson 20, 
Peoples Jones, 12. Ingram, 11. Dalvin Cook, 15. That's 125 is a good score, and nobody really went nuts. I mean, I feel like that's just a score where everybody just equally contributes. I appreciate the compliments, Wayne. And I'd like to just point out my margin of victory this week was greater than your margin of victory over me last week, I believe. Is that fair to say? I don't have the I don't have the numbers pulled up. I, there's no way I can answer that honestly. Well, so I so we'll just it. assume like that it was. it was about the same. It was greater. And do you remember the lashings, Goni? I still have the marks on my back. I believe. I believe. Listen, it. if if you're I gonna believe. send the lashings my way, then just be prepared for me to send them right back down to Goni. Oh well, then I'll absolutely send them your way then. Okay, I'm prepared. <laughs> no, I can't talk noise, man. I, I'll talk noise when I'm in first. What's the overall, Wayne? I'm curious. Uh, Goni's got the overalls. Two zero minus one. Wayne, you me. Man, who's in second? Did you not hear? No, you s- you said it very quickly. I wanted you to slow down. I was I didn't nah, hear it. You got it. Just play it back. Play it back. Okay, you know I'll say it. I'll say it slowly for the listeners because I oh, so I didn't catch it, so I know they did. I didn't catch it. I am yeah. in first with two points. Begley is in second with zero points, and Goni is in the gutter, dead last, big old suck, with minus one point. Karma. I Enjoy the karma. I, I just have a feeling it's going to attack you the rest of DFS, and it's you You deserve every last bit of it. Would you like to put a doink on it that I finish better than you this week? Wow. That you finish I, better than me this week? Yeah, in DFS. No, because remember when I tried to put a doink on the same thing, and you turned what? it down? No, I don't. Last week, last week, Begley, you remember when he tried to put a doink on it and he was like, no, I already got a doink on the whole thing. I'm out here trying to wheel and deal, bro. He's scared of it, I guess. I'll take the doink. I'll take the doink. I'll take the doink. I'll take the doink. Gona, I already claimed it. I mean, Wayne, you rejected it. So you're uh, sorry, man. You you rejected it. Okay. In turn, I'll I'll give that doink to Begley as well. No, I'm going to stick with Gona. Okay. okay, so the two the two the two turds are gonna go at it. Yep. Go no, on it. No, no, no. You know what? It, this is bad business, it, listeners. But I'm gonna have such a big lead from my off season doinks. I can afford to take a few risks. Wayne, I'll take it. Big big week in DFS this week. Okay, he took it. Going write it down. Now I can go <laughs> ahead and say that big league in the off season is really offset from all the L's you've been taking in the season. Well, we can take some risk, but if I hit here, that's two biggins, kid. That's two biggins. Big, back to back first. It's, it's, it's only it's, been done a couple tough. times, and only by me. So Two biggins. This will put a hurting. To dish out two L's and take two dubs, that's massive. Can we talk about how Traylon Burks... Had he not been murdered on his touchdown catch, he would have put up another great week for the third straight week. Wait, the talent, the talent is so obvious. I can't unsee the talent. Hey, it's frustrating because, and I talked to Goni about this, that again, injuries are going to save him from taking another L. My Joe Mixon as being an RB1, probably going to take an L because injury. Uh, Traylon Burks not being top 40, going to take an L because of injury. So it, it's frustrating because Goni's not right. He's not right. He's just getting saved by injuries. And it's just getting old, man. And I'm not going to dive into it too much again because I know we got into it uh, on the last episode. So uh, not not going to dive into that too much anymore. It's just annoying, you know, because now it's another guy. It, last week it was Joe Mixon, and it, Joe Mixon was out again this week. And now we got Traylon Burks catching a touchdown pass and leaving the game. And now he's week to week. It's just shouldn't should make Goni sick, honestly. It doesn't. It doesn't. And uh, I would like to take this opportunity also to. Um, I won't take a victory lap just yet. I'm going to wait a couple couple weeks and see how it plays out. But uh, I remember early on, early season, we're doing the quarterback ra- rankings, and you guys absolutely fire flame spittered me for putting Lamar Jackson as the number eleven quarterback, and I said the man was going to get hurt. That's why I'm putting him there. This man has a sprained PCL out one to three weeks. He's sitting at number six right now, and he's only like 50 points away from being the 11th quarterback. So I'm just saying it could happen. It, it might not. Um, but crystal ball. 
Oh, so you, you're saying you figured John Mechie would get debilitating cancer? What does that have to do with Lamar Jackson, my man? Oh, I guess your crystal ball only works for. Oh, okay. Oh, what about what, what about Christian Watson though? Christian Watson crushing. I'm sure Mechie would have done better. He would have scored. He would have scored like eight touchdowns in three weeks. He would have been much more consistent. He would have had such a big lead. Yeah, I don't know if the Houston Texans have scored eight touchdowns total in the last three weeks. It's because they didn't have John Mechie. That you're yeah. right. You're right. I mean, that, look, John Mechie was uh, was the difference maker. He was going to make the Texans a Super Bowl contender. I he mean, was the chosen one. He was the chosen one. There's no doubt about it. Randy Moss, two point um, Just to just to carry on with the, the TikTok trend that I saw. Um, Russell Wilson uh, touchdowns versus bathrooms in his house. Um, he did not gain any ground. He did not gain any ground this week. He still has more bathrooms in his house than touchdowns thrown this this season. What? Uh, How many bathrooms does he have? I I haven't even seen this. I don't I don't mess with TikTok. Like, so like fourteen, mean. twelve or fourteen. How many touchdowns does he have? Like nine on the year, something like that. Oh, I saw an awesome stat that Denver had scored seventeen points a game. They'd be like ten and three right now. Oh, bro! Actually, I saw something along the Wait lines. Wait a second! That, like, Wait a second! We Lock. we never discussed. Sorry, he's got eight touchdowns on the year, five interceptions. Even worse. So you haven't seen that trend, dude? It's so funny. It's a dude, nah, and he's like not. got the most serious face, and like talks about it like it's like an actual legitimate matchup. And uh, he's he's like, okay, all right. So this week, and Russell Wilson touchdowns versus. Uh, bathrooms in his house. Uh, bathrooms in his house um, is at 12. His touchdowns are, are at 8. Uh, this week, uh, he played and did not throw a single touchdown, uh, bringing his total to 8. Um, after checking with Sierra, Sierra did not add or remove any bathrooms in their home, leaving that number still at 12, uh, with bathrooms leading by 4. <laughs> and then that's the TikTok, dude. I swear I die laughing every time. Oh, that's wild, dude. How dog water, man. I actually did see a thing, though, Begs, where they scored, they averaged 20 points a game last year with, I think it was Drew Locke at the helm for the most part. And if they would have, you know, kept that same average, they, I don't know what the record would be, but obviously it's much, much better. And then the meme said something along the lines of, we gave this guy a quarter, we could have saved a quarter billion dollars, basically. Could have saved a quarter billion dollars with a B. Who else could yep. you have got? Like what you could have got, Jimmy like a, a, another lockdown corner, and then uh, stuck with Drew Lock. Maybe got, dude. You know he could maybe got, got you could you could have got you could have got two solid tackles and a lockdown corner for that price, and that's yeah. a team changer for Top Drew Lock too. Like they should have traded. They could have traded for Jimmy Garoppolo for yeah, cheap, cheap, and paid him twenty five million dollars this year and. Probably been a lot better. Yeah, Jimmy Definitely. G and Armstead who went to Miami at left tackle. Done. <coughs> Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Disappointing. Hindsight, man. Broncos. Hindsight. Broncos <laughs> fans down bad. Broncos country. Let's hide. Let's <laughs> hide. Dude, I've seen some of the funniest memes and stuff about that. And his uh, unlimited. Unlimited. <laughs> Come on, dude. I, I'm weak. <laughs> I, I saw that because like Russell Wilson's the most cringiest person on the face of the earth. Yeah, he is. One Great word off. to describe me: unlimited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see? Did you? Since we're just clowning Russell Wilson, this is the clown Russell Wilson segment of the show. Apparently, he had a birthday a couple weeks ago, and Sierra invited the entire Denver Broncos team, and only like half of them showed up. Yeah, nobody likes good. losing. Hey, here's here's my thing too. I'm I'm down. I, I'm all for a team leader who doesn't let who like wants to win and losing. Like I, I want to see losing affect you. You know what I mean? Like I want to see you mad. You know I don't want it to see like affect. Like you throw a pick and you start pouting. There's a difference between like pouting and like getting pissed and motivated. I feel like Russell Wilson is just stone faced twenty four seven. Like I, I just I want to see a little, I, it, like to know like if you're sitting there sucking, like be pissed about it. Like show some emotion so I know 
that you care that you're sucking. I don't want to see you pouting and whining, but be like pissed. Get the tablet out, pull a Tom Brady, chuck that thing, yeah, call upstairs exactly and see what, what the deal say. is. I was going to say, Wayne's been watching a lot of Tom Brady this year, and his quarterback throws tablets and destroys them. That's what Wayne's looking for, that kind of emotion. But then he also leads fourth-quarter comebacks, so uh, there's in that all, also. In all honesty, and that's what when he got into it with the defensive linemen, that's all they were saying was like, you know, we both care about winning, and, you know, I said, let's get out there and do it. And, you know, he was like, yeah. But then I was like, I mean, that's not what he said. <laughs> no, no, like, no, 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 not at all. It was way more explicit yeah. and way worse than that. Go out there and get him, buddy. I, I know what I have to do, but I don't think I'm strong enough to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's just, like, I, I just hate seeing him, like, just walk off the field after throwing yet another pick or another three and out. And he's just stone faced, man. Like, show a little bit of emotion, show that you care. I know that you got the bag, and I know it's like corny to say, show that you care. But like you, you got to do something, man. Who who cares less about winning, Zach Wilson or Russell Wilson? Well, Russell Bro. Wilson's already done it, so I feel like you know he's got his money. Uh, Zach Wilson doesn't have either of those things. I mean, he's got money. Don't get me wrong. He he was a twenty one, twenty two year old kid coming out of college, and he's a millionaire now. But like Russell Wilson's set for his kids, kids, kids life, and he's got he's got a Super Bowl. He does so have Russell Super Bowl. cares less, you think? Yeah, I think Russell cares less. Absolutely. Okay. Zach Wilson's going to be playing for a job. He's, he, I mean, He's Russell done, Wilson is a locked in. You can't not pay. His cap hit next year, I, I saw the, the dead money the Broncos would have is like $108 million if they just straight up cut him. Like, you, you can't afford to cut this man. Like, he's locked in whether he sucks or not. And, so. And- and, and Russell Wilson is still beloved by an entire fan base. Like Seahawks, Seahawks yeah. fans still love Russell Wilson. They've appreciated everything they've done for him. Zach Wilson is universally hated. So, like, I mean, worst case scenario, like Russell Wilson fades into the distance because he sucks in Denver and Denver hates him. But like Seattle will always love him. So, I mean, he's he's done the thing in Seattle. So, I mean, he. Yeah, anybody wants to win, but like he's he's like Goni said, he's already done it. He's already got a ring. He's already shown he's a winner. And Zach Wilson has shown that he sucks and bangs his yeah, friends' Zach moms. Wilson, Zach Wilson's just re- remembered as like the newest first round pick franchise quarterback to fail for the New York Jets. And the guy's got shown up by Mike White two years in a row <laughs> immediately when he takes the field. Uh, so I mean, I'm pretty sure last year Mike White's first game was uh, from you know, taking over for Zach Wilson was he threw it for 400 yards and he beat the Bengals, the Super Bowl Bengals. It's legendary week eight, Mike White. The, the, I mean, what, if Zach Wilson doesn't play football anymore, is he a bigger bust in your all's minds than like a Jamarcus Russell or a Ryan Leaf? No, because I don't think as much was expected of Zach Wilson than Jamarcus Russell. Was he was he the second overall pick? No, he was like he was late first round. No, 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 no. He was like two. He was ahead of Trey, just ahead of Trey Lance, right? Because the Jets, you know, they had a top pick. Was, yeah, no, he was he was super early. Um, I thought he was yeah. late first round. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. The Jets never have a late first round ever. Uh, let's just hit the uh, hit the old Google machine. I would say Trey He's Lance second overall. Third. Second overall. Trey Lance was okay. third yeah. to, to the Niners. Yeah. So, yeah, but that doesn't like. And Trey Lance was a reach that year, right? Who who went after Trey yeah. Lance? Who went after Trey Lance? That was Mac Jones and all them. Like, Ju- Mac Jones and Justin Fields. Mac that Jones was all was them. Late. No one crazy. It was Tua in that? Tua no. was in that too, wasn't he? No. Oh, he's way ahead of. He came out way before Mac Jones did. No, that was the year that, that Mac Jones fell. Yeah, Mac Mac Jones and Tua both played at Bama uh, gone, so they they can't come out same year. Oh, you're right, you're right. Uh, Jalen Hurts was in that, right? No, he also played at well, he played at Oklahoma, but no. Got gotcha that one over your head. Okay, fair. Well, he he finished his career at Oklahoma, so they went over your head, dummy. I'll slow down a bit. Uh, This was Trevor Lawrence draft. Oh, okay. So it was. Let's see here. Can we just get a draft order? Or... 
Um, this is also Kyle Pitts and Jamar Chase and Micah Parsons. And what Justin Jefferson. Not Justin Jefferson. He no, Justin Jefferson is what he's here before. All right, so I'm 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 What are you doing, guy? I don't Golly, know. Golly, man. man. Mute your mic. Anyways, anyways no, the answer Jaylen is no Waddle. because none of those guys have been like Ryan Lee, for example, he got taken over Peyton Manning, right? Uh yes. I'm pretty sure he went one and Peyton went two. We all know how Peyton Manning ended up and Ryan Leaf sucks. And yeah. So, I mean, that's one of the biggest busts that's, of all time. That's true. In order to be like a massive bust, you, you that means you would have yeah, to have fair. snagged him before somebody that's killing that's fair. it. Yeah. Man, this draft is going to go down as one of the, one of the best ever, man. Patrick Sertain, Devonta Smith, Justin Fields, maybe Jalen Waddle. I would guess another one, but I'm going to be wrong, and that guess is Asante Samuel. You're wrong. Uh, yes. <laughs> Nasi Harris, Kadarius Tony, ETN. There's some dudes, man. Elijah Moore, Javonta Williams. J.C. Horn. Yep. Yes. Yep. There's some dudes in this draft, man. I wish I, I had a mute button for you. I would have hit it a long time ago. <sighs> this isn't around the horn, man. Uh <laughs> Oh, I can mute you. What am I talking about? Let's go. <laughs> You're a bad guy. I won't mute you because, you know, our YouTube following isn't what it should be. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Mad Fantasy Football Podcast. <laughs> Why did you have to read that like a disclaimer? Okay, it kind of was. Fair enough. I mean, I'm not <clears throat> disclaiming anything, but. So, rest of season, are we touching anybody on the Patriots? Is anybody on the Patriots touching your fantasy roster rest of season? Uh, let me see who we've got for the rest of the season. But Jacoby Myers, I mean, Jacoby Myers and uh, Ramondre Steven- Stevenson seem like the obvious only two. You still trust Jacoby? Uh, Arizona, Las Vegas, Cincinnati, Miami, Buffalo. Um, probably not. I mean, maybe against my or uh, Las Vegas uh, in the first round of the playoffs. It'll be week fifteen. But aside from that, no, no, I don't think so. And that's only in a pinch, like a flex. He hasn't scored double digit points since week eight against the Jets. He's only seen six receptions, six receptions. Oh, I'm sorry, six targets. Six targets, four and five. Uh, and, I mean, he just doesn't score touchdowns. He, he hasn't scored a touchdown since that week eight game either. So, probably not. Ramondre, on the other hand, I feel like you can't not play Ramondre if you've been riding him, right? I mean, yeah. you. Got, I mean, like, you have to. He's getting all the work. And, and the Patriots hate throwing the ball. So, um, hey, I'm going to give you a name, Wayne. James Cook from Buffalo, he will be an absolute league winner in the playoffs. Against the Patriots, caught six balls for 40 yards, had more carries than Devin Singletary, had 14 carries for 64 yards. They're finally getting him involved in the offense, man. James Cook, it's a guy I want on all of all of my rosters. Yeah, but, I mean, is he trustworthy yet? With all the weapons on the Bills, do you really, like – can you slot him into that and just expect constant value? I, I mean, I personally think so. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, Devin Singletary has been start worthy pretty much all year until the last few games. And just, well, look, luckily over. you don't have to make any roster decisions, you know, come playoff time because you didn't make it in any league. That's just oh, not man. true. You just Yosemite Sam do you? It's just not true. That's the silence who <laughs> It's just simply not true. I'll man. send the I'll send a text uh, for proof, gentlemen. Anyways, anyways, to go to Beggs's point, I, I looking at the snap share and everything, it's still you're going out on a limb. Uh, this last game he had, in a PPR format he had sixteen and a half against the Patriots, who were number one against, you know, rushing in the league, rushing defense. Um, and he had his highest snap share of the season at 
Does that continue to rise? I don't know. He's got the Jets, Miami. Miami's first week of the playoffs, Chicago's second week, and then Cincinnati for the Super Bowl. So I feel like that's a – for me, that's a deep, deep play. I like him against Miami all day, right? I don't mind him against Cincinnati or the Bears. It's Over – They're matchup-proof. Right, so he's matchup-proof? If you're, if you're in the playoffs, you probably have better options. That's all I'm saying. Just that could be fine. Just remember the name. Remember where you heard it, James Cook. You know, every year in the playoffs, you remember Tony Pollard last year or Jeff Wilson, I think. Right, both of them had like thirty point games. Uh, James Cook's going to be in that same mold, gentlemen. Especially if your running back room's hurt. You got Brees Hall and you know a few injured players. James Cook's the name. That's all I'm saying. James Cook or Zonovan Knight. James Cook, hands down. James Cook, hands down. He's he's getting more passing work. Oh, man, I would ask Wayne, but he's currently moonlighting over here. Sorry, right, my Wayne? wife. My wife just walked in, and I was grabbing on her butt. <laughs> she's, James she's, James Cook or Zonovan <laughs> Knight for the rest of the way. You want to put a doink on it? Anybody? I'll take yes. James Cook. Snap doink, yes. Oh, I'm ecstatic. All right. Yes. Easiest doink I've ever made in my life. I'm James even Cook, rest you, of the season. I'm, yeah, rest of the season, including week 18. Yes. Okay, good. James Cook, um, absolutely absolutely play, even even when Josh Allen sits. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm literally even on. giving you a handicap this week because he gets to play, like, uh, a Zon Knights against the Bills. So, go on. I can't. I can't believe. I feel like I just robbed you, man. I, I, bro, I feel like you say that after almost every doink. You said that after the Raiders and Bills <laughs> bet as well. Look where we're at, bro. That was a hot, passionate doink. This one isn't. This is cold and calculated, my friend. You still felt great about it, though, and you felt like you robbed me. Have you ever made a doink and then not said you feel great about it ever? I feel like that's a, that's in the bylaws. I feel great about every day I make. Not when you actually go out on a limb for something. Like, I don't know who, really who's taking the bigger risk here, to be honest with you. So, I don't, I don't know. Wayne, who do you got in this one? Zonovan Knight. It's crazy. What week is this? 14? We're going into right. week 14, yes. Okay. Zonovan Knight. Bills, Lions, Jags, and Seahawks. You even got the schedule advantage, my friend. I'm giving you a handicap. Like I said, it's the Bills. The reality is, Michael Carter will be back, my friend. He will be back. I mean, he's so then if he's back, then Zonovan Knight goes to where James Cook is. It's 50-50. What's yeah, going to hurt you? It's just the thing I'm thinking is like James Cook has way too low of a snap share to be consistently fantasy relevant. It's been increasing, my friend. Well, yeah, because it's already in the dirt. It hasn't like <laughs> it has no choice but to go up. No, there's a difference uh, between it increasing and it being good. Okay. All right, we're out. We're but out there again. As always, I commend somebody that says something and, and stands on their word, makes a doink on it. You might see James Cook in my DFS lineup this week. That's how strongly I feel about James Cook. You won't. He won't. Uh, you got to find a value play every week, man. You won't. Okay. You watch and see, go. Isn't it going to suck if he comes in last this week and we both get to doink him on the same thing? On the same thing. It's bad business, but I had to take risk, man. Man, I lightweight want to – if it wouldn't be like a complete wash, I was getting ready to be like, I'll put a doink on it that says you don't put James Cook in your DFS lineup. (laughs) Then he'd do it out of spite because he has incentive. Similar to how he said he was going to come into the office today, and he knew he wasn't, but he said put Chewy's on it. 
which incentivizes him to come into the office. Yeah, if I'd have put a Chewy's bet on it, he would have been in the office. 100%. Wayne, I woke up with, with my mustache littered with dry snot, bro. Like, <laughs> it, it was bad this morning. There's no way. You would have wiped off all the crusties and came on in for some Chewy's. I cannot wait to watch James Cook run rough shot over the league. Man, hot Go, take. Would, would you like to put a put a doink on James Cook in my DFS lineup? No, because I don't win anything for that. Like the sure. best I can do is just have a wash. Like you hedge your bets. No, it's a hedge your bet because if you think he sucks, I'm forced to play him in my DFS lineup, so I'm going to get a zero. I'll, I'll put a I'll put a doink with you that I leave my tight end spot blank. Right. No, because tight end, that doesn't really matter that much. Anyways, I've got Wayne. So we had a question in here. Who would you be playing this week? If Mixon is back, needs to win. He needs to win this week. My man is, he's locked in two, two of his leagues. He needs to win in this league to get into the playoffs. PPR format. He said, if Mixon is back, this is uh, Charlie Brown, by the way, number one fan of the podcast, Charlie Brown. Um, if Mixon's back, he needs to plug either Pierce or Pacheco. Pierce is playing Dallas this week, and Pacheco's playing Denver. Pacheco, Pacheco, Pacheco. That man is to the moon. I love Pacheco. Plus, you don't really want to play anybody against Dallas right now. They're killing it. Big facts. They are killing it. He also asked, P. Ryan is a lock if Joe Mixon is out this week, right? Who do they play? Uh, They are playing. You know what? I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I said as well. You have to. The man absolutely crushed it uh, last week and uh, the week before that and the week before that. Pretty much any time Joe Mixon is not playing, this man is absolutely destroying uh, he's had seven targets apiece over the last two games, and he's got Cleveland this week, so it's a phenomenal matchup. Wayne. Oh, man, I'm looking at the line, the matchup for the rest of the way for Joe Mixon if he does come back, and this is why I took the bet. He needs to come back this week to, get, to gather you some points because the last month of the season, he's got Tampa Bay. Gross. Got New England. Gross. Got Buffalo, gross, and he's got Baltimore Ravens. Volume. Care. I, I know, I know, like volume confuses you and the concept of it, but it does. Essentially, what it means is you just get the ball so much that you don't have to do too much with it to still be uh, racking up the fantasy points. That's what volume means. Is it what volume means? Or it could mean like the amount of something within a space mathematically. What about what about sound? It's a decibel level. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we got a triple entendre situation going on here. Uh, exactly. Which one do you mean for this particular scenario? The amount of things in a container. Okay, cool. Joe Mixon needs to have a lot of things within a container. (laughs) A lot of of, the liquid is is rush attempts, and the container is the game. All right. There you have it. I'm going to tell you another name, boys, that I like. He's got a brutal brutal matchup, but Darius Slayton is another potential playoff winner. Been playing really, really well, and I mean, last I looked, he was available in like 70 percent, sixty to seventy percent of leagues. People are scared to trust him. He's a number one man. Six for ninety against against Washington. He's got a tough. He's got a tough schedule, but he's involved, man. Boys, is Tyler Huntley worth a pickup? Yes, he played well last year. A stream play. He he did play well last year. He actually didn't play too bad in this game. He put up 15 and a half, um, you know, and somewhat limited action. I think he played three quarters. Um, but he's got Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Atlanta. 
assuming that Lamar is going to be out for the full three weeks. He might not be. I mean, it's going to be really interesting because week 16 against Atlanta is the second round of the playoffs. So, I mean, I guess we'll talk about it when we get there, but he could be, I feel like that's someone that guys should stash if they have been streaming quarterbacks, um, you know, all season, all season, or if they have like kind of a, an iffy guy like a Kirk Cousins or something like that, or a Derek Carr as their starter. Absolutely. No one should have Derek Carr. Am I right, Biggs? Man. T- Tyler Huntley was the sole reason Mark Andrews had the year he had last year. I mean, so if you're a Mark Andrews owner, you're happy to see Tyler Huntley. Going, I see that raw smile on your face. At this point, is the proof not in the pudding, my friend? How's that tapioca taste, gentlemen? I, I said tapioca. it. I said it. I looked into the numbers. The numbers don't lie. And here we are. Kelsey by a mile right now. He could get hurt tonight. And I still would probably win that that dork with Wayne. Kelsey being number one over Andrews. Oh, yeah. Andrews was dealing with some injuries and all that stuff. And now his quarterback has injuries. So, you know, there's been some. He'll be, he'll be better with Tyler Huntley. He was last year. And it's just what the numbers say. I mean, you guys can argue with numbers and data if, you, if y'all want to, but. Boys, does Cam Akers do anything for you going forward? No. No? I don't yeah, know yeah, he does. He's playing very well. He put up 19 last week, 17 for 60, two touchdowns, one one reception on one target for no yards. I only ask because he's got Las Vegas and Green Bay. Well, Las Vegas this week for the last week of the season. Green Bay which is a great matchup for running backs uh, week one of the playoffs. Denver's kind of rough. And then probably one of the best matchups you can have. I'll, I'll put a doink that Cam Akers outscores Jared Cook the rest of the year. Uh, is Jared Cook in the league uh, anymore? Girl? Dude, you should have took it. What are you doing? What are you doing? Biggs? Snap, he, snap call. He took Cam Akers. I'm not taking Jared Cook. Oh, I thought he. Never mind. I heard it the other way around. Come on, I man. I did it. I pulled a Wayne right there. You did. So stupid. Pulled a Wayne. You didn't pull me because I, I, I literally said I'll take Cam Akers. Yeah, I pulled a you, man. I know. No, you didn't pull me. You were just straight up stupid about it. Pulled you. Pulled yeah, you. Yeah. No, I'm not going to take Akers over Jared Cook. That's weird though because he just asked if Cam Akers does anything for you and you said no, 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 and then you're saying Jared Cook is the. I keep saying Jared Cook. <laughs> Jared Cook is the what, man? What is he the? He's what, tight end 44 right now? He's the most retired <laughs> tight end in the league over the last five years. But anyways, you said Cook is the pickup. Somebody yeah. cooking is the pickup for the playoff push. But K-Makers yeah. does nothing for you? Well, let's talk about it. In redraft leagues, J- James Cook's probably out there on the waivers, no? Is Cam Akers on the waivers right now in a redraft league, you think? Good question. I'll check. I think he's out there. I'm only in one redraft league, so I will check that only league. Yeah, I'll check my only league as well. That's a redraft. I mean, uh, so, so so let's talk about this. No, he's not on the waivers. Rams, the Rams have an abysmal offensive line. They have no incentive to win games. Cam yeah. Akers is rostered in 46% of leagues on Yahoo. What about James Cook? James Cook is also out there. He's only rostered in 25% of leagues. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the point I'm trying to make. He's a lot more available. He's a guy that's gettable. He's absolutely worth the stash. I mean, a lot more available, a little bit more available. That's, I mean, he's almost a quarter more. Skosh, skosh more available. Ah, I, mean, I think what you're trying to say is double. He's, he's doubly more available. Things a quarter more available. There you go. You, you got what I meant. I'm just saying. Uh, you know, that's a guy that he gets the doubly. He's not Cam doubly. Akers. I think what you're trying to say is he's twice as available. <laughs> he's doubly. <laughs> he's, he's doubly it makes, available. It makes more sense than he's a quarter more available. What does that mean? Yeah, what you he go, uh, Begley made the least amount of sense. Then you corrected him with just slightly more sense, and then just. It twice is the correct way that you... It was, it was fancy and sophisticated, okay? To my people out there who understand denominators, you guys, I'm sure, got got what I meant. 
Um, I like James Cook, man. I like him, Wayne. I mean, I'm not going to make a doink on him over Cam Akers, but Cam Akers doesn't catch the ball. Horrible offensive line, horrible quarterback. No one sent him to win. I, I'm not touching him. Honestly, Zonovan Knight's available in 53% of leagues. And like I said, I'd rather have him. I yeah, really but would. you took the doink with him. That's just weird, man. It's just weird. What what scab running back do you want for the rest of the way? Me? Yeah. I was taking Cam Akers. Rostered in 47% of leagues. Gross. Less than half leagues roster Cam Akers. He's got got no James Cook. What if he what if you can have James Cook bags and he takes he takes Cam Akers? Does James Cook do it for you instead of Jared? (laughs) I'm not that's bad business. I'm not doing two doings on the same player. Cam Akers has no he has you've no made this, you've made multiple points on the same player so much this year. What are you talking about? Are, are you not going to use those same players in DFS against both of us this week? What's Is that, that not the same exact bet? Didn't we just have didn't we just doink? Uh, I'm confused. No. There are no DFS doinks. Yes there is. We just made a DFS doink. Bro. Are oh. You, here? you made a DFS doink with about- me and Goni. Not talking Bro, about yeah. certain players in our lineup. Okay, you're going to use those same right. players against me and against him. That's the, the same players? premise of you doing James Cook against me and against him in separate doinks. How does this not click? What are you? What are you talking? What do you mean I'm going to be DFSing the same players? What are you talking about? Okay. Whoa, whoa. I got whoa. this. I got this. I got this. Okay. What he's saying by you form. you made a you made a DFS doink with us that you would outscore us this week. Yeah, absolutely. And you're also claiming to put James Cook in your DFS lineup, therefore betting on James Cook. <laughs> I said times. I, I said I just might do it. Yeah. You gotta find value somewhere, is what I said verbatim. I tell you what. If you give me Cam Akers and you take James Cook the rest of the year, I'll slot Cam Akers in my DFS lineup this week. Who do who who do the Rams play this week? I don't know. I don't know. Don't care. No, I'm not going to make the same uh, same doink on James Cook. What I was really trying to say is when you lock in your DFS lineup, you can't yeah. change it. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you made two. You made a doink with Wayne and I separately. You're going to use that same locked-in team yeah. against both of us. Yeah. Okay. Now, what's the difference in it being bad business for you making two doinks on that same one team and then not doing it with James Cook because he's the same player that you're saying and one with me and then one with Wayne? Do you get what I'm saying now? Well, well, because he prefaced the DFS doink by saying it was bad business and then did it. He forgot to preface the James Cook by it's, saying it's bad business DFS before he did it. bad business, but, but I'm betting on myself because I need to, I need to make up wins in a hurry as the season closes. So that's why I did that because it's that, that's a, that it directly involves my skill versus your all skill. <coughs> James Cook one's more of a luck, right? I, I took the bet with you Goni because I think Michael Carter comes back. And he takes a lot of Zonovan Knight's work you saw this week. James Cook is his work's actively increasing as as the season's gone on the past few weeks. As the his work's increased over the past few weeks, I just expect that trend to continue. Okay, that's that's why I took it over Zonovan Knight. And, and plus, with Ty Johnson there, Zonovan doesn't get any passing work. That's where James Cook excels. So in a PPR format, I'm taking the receiving back. All day, every day. Alrighty then. And, and with with respect to Cam Akers, they're gonna play Cam Akers because they have nothing to lose. If he's horrible, he's dead weight. They'll just cut him. But he has no competition for touches out there. None. That I still don't like him. In your fantasy lineups, uh, he just he's he's got no juice, and they don't score a lot of points. I mean, his value is being a goal line back. Wayne. No, I just I hate that you got to take advantage of his James Cook random burst of love, and I didn't. Yeah, me too. You know who else I like? I, I'm gonna give you two receiving names I like rest of the season. I like Michael Gallup. And I like Nico Collins. 
Why, Michael Gallup, Cowboys guy? Do you see what he's done? Two no. big games in a row. He's he's getting healthy going. I mean, you could see what happened. There's a gradual kind of acclimation. I see off it. That, off the ACL injury. I see it. <laughs> I don't mind Gallup. He's, he he's getting he's getting the red zone touches. He's active, would, man. He's evolved. I wouldn't say two big games and eleven and an eighteen isn't. I mean, the eleven's not a big game, and eighteen is. But when you're talking about four for twenty three and two touchdowns. That's what he is. He's he's a big play I, guy. He's our red card. I don't, however, know what you're talking about when it comes to Nico Collins, but I'll agree that Michael Gallup is a little bit more reliable. I'm not really sure where the Nico Collins <laughs> well, love is coming from. I'll tell you why. Brandon Cooks is disgruntled. I'm sure you guys have seen the news. Okay. He, he was he's furious he didn't get traded. I don't blame him. He was out with a calf injury. I have a feeling this is one of those like air quote injuries. Nico Collins got eleven targets on twenty eight routes. It's impressive. He's pretty much the only guy out there. And they're going to give him a shot. They're eliminated from the playoffs. He's still young. He's only 23, I think. He's a baby. They're going to give him a shot. The offense I'm, isn't exactly humming, but the targets are there. I'm, yeah, I'm more on board with Nico Collins rest of the season than I am Michael Gallup. He's 10, 7, 9, 10 over his last four games as far as targets go. So Yeah, yeah but give the, me the, targets, the targets are, are – the quality of the targets are not good. Volume, man. Get, give me volume. Goni, I get Houston, Jacksonville, Philly, and Titans with Gallup. I only see one bad matchup there with Philly. I don't mind the Houston matchup. I know on paper it's not it's not great, but I like the matchup. Okay. I think that'll do it. Man. Okay. Man. Gentlemen, anything to add? Um, not really. I'm just going to be up a couple doinks after this week. Yeah, this is going to be a good one after this week because playoffs are locked in. Um, might take some lineup questions going into this week. I don't know how you all feel about that. Um, start sits. Maybe on Friday, do like a start sit, post it on Saturday morning. Is that yeah. tickles your all's fancy? We'll even yep. do it. We'll even do since we all got a doink on this. We'll let's. Let's aim to do a uh, post a video Saturday morning, and we can give a people a look into our DFS lineups going into the week, um, so they can root for their uh, favorite host. Just get it. <laughs> just, <laughs> just don't <laughs> let it be Goni. <laughs> I might not be the favorite, but I'm definitely not the least favorite. <laughs> Goni, so I think your link your link is dead that you sent out for the DFS. Uh huh. May want to send out a new one. Yeah, he wow, he's already trying to snake us, huh? By setting my lineup now? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and look at it. There's a lot riding on this week. It's big. big no, big I'm talking about Goni sending out the dead link. I apologize, Wayne. Yeah, Goni's a snake. <laughs> he just didn't click the right thing, I guarantee it. All right, Mad Mob. Uh, bad business doinks for MVP. Mm-hmm.